Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Kaylin. Good afternoon, I have a bit, I have a bit of a unique situation. Question, a bit of a unique question. Thanks. Stop using the word unique, Kaylin. <laughs> it's not unique. And, and if it is unique, then it's literally unique. It's not a bit of unique. It's not, yeah, there's not like a gradient, right? Right. Unique means one of a kind. I know the stock advice y'all give is take the highest rank scholarship you can get. However, you also say know what you want to do. I want to ultimately run for office and big law schools, Harvard, Georgetown, UVA, etc., are heavily biased in the House and Senate. I'm applying with a 3.63, a 173 as a URM, retaking the LSAT. Retaking the LSAT have PT'd higher, and that was my first test. So 173 on record, thinks he can do better. Okay. Okay. In August and September, um, to still be at the front of this cycle. But to my original question, would it be worth considering a higher rank school with more debt burden? At what point for my hyper-specific careers, uh, I'm sorry, at what point for hyper-specific careers like working on the Hill and politics are where prestige does matter a lot past just your first few years should rank versus cost be reconsidered? Love the podcast and the demon. Ultimately, uh, that's not a question we can answer. You got to figure that out for yourself. You got to figure out what kind of, how badly you need that high-ranking school and what your expected return is for going there. Like how much debt are you going to take on? And how do you, how much money do you expect to make when you graduate from those schools? Yeah, not unique at all, by the way. That's a question that we get all the time. You know, you need to ask the people who have these kinds of jobs. I mean, I just don't see any reason why why does an elected official even need a JD? I don't know. There are tons of elected officials who don't have JDs, including our former president, um, <laughs> who was a you know host on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, and an NBA, so <laughs> it's it you. I I don't I don't know. I mean to to yeah to work in government. I I have no idea. But I mean to me the JD is special your special training for people who want to practice law and i don't think that elective elected representatives are practicing law you're i mean what do they do they basically run for office that's what they do no to be yeah to be an elected official you have to be good at running for office and do you hear people on the stump saying by the way i got my jd from this school maybe they do but i just don't see that as a big selling point it's more about pulling people together and getting them to support you in whatever way you can. Or it like helps their, their fundraising. Cause I mean, that's what they really do. Right. We're saying that like campaigning is what they do, which basically means that fundraising is what they do. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that you're going to have better, you know, fundraising opportunities from, uh, top 14 schools than you would from other schools. Uh, so maybe it matters, but, um, boy, a lifetime of debt, for some speculative future career running for public office. 
I mean, it's I also, guess once you're in office, have a huge return, right? you'll be able to defraud the government enough to repay your loans in a variety of different ways. But, uh, yeah, wish I had a better answer. Good luck. Oh, well, actually, we're just going to come back to our default presumption, which is don't pay because then you don't have to worry about any of this. And I I'd still I don't see the value of getting a higher degree. Yeah, it's like, you know, so what are we actually talking about here with a 3.63 and a 173 and a URM, I wonder. I'm going to go to lsatdemon.com forward slash scholarships, and I'm going to put in, uh, what were those numbers exactly again? Thank you, Kalen, for providing exact numbers. 3.63, 173, 3.63, 173, URM. URM and maybe you can score higher, which maybe would bump some of this up a little bit, but you know, you can get a full tuition scholarship. It looks like at UCLA, Wash U in St. Louis, Boston university, university of Florida, like decent schools. And, and you can get more than half. It looks like at other schools in the top 14. Yeah. But, but like how, so he, you know, he mentions UVA specifically. Do you think his chances for elected office are really that much better at UVA versus UCLA? I, I don't know, but you know, you're you're gonna have six figures more of debt just gonna hamstring you no matter what you decide to do with your career. And so yeah. I think I would always be I'll always be looking to uh get the get the money. Yeah. You just have more freedom. Yeah. I, I will say I got a message the other day from a recent, um, a recent Harvard admit, and I would like to read that to okay. you. Sure. Um, I asked, you know, like, Hey, how's it going? You nervous about starting at Harvard this fall? And they said, you know, what made it all a lot less stressful? Harvard gave me a ton of need-based aid. I got a $53,000 grant and a $10,000 subsidized loan from the school. I think 53,110 is pretty close to the maximum that you can get. Um, not sure what kind of a package they're going to give me for year two as they recalculate need every year, but I'm blown away. And so, you know, it is true that at the very top, top, Harvard, Stanford, Yale, um, you can get a lot of need-based money at those schools. Yeah. This is somebody who's been supporting himself for a while. So, you know, I guess they weren't looking at parents funds. Yeah. Um, so that's something to consider if you actually get into those top, top, top schools. Yeah. But otherwise take the scholarship, uh, email daily at lsatdemon.com. If you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news, thanks for listening. (laughs) 